We're here at the O.D. Butler Forge Field Day at Camp Cooley Ranch in Robertson County near Franklin, Texas. Uh, we've been talking with Dr. Larry Redman, Extension State Forge Specialist, on storage, storing hay and, and maintaining its quality. And, and Dr. Redman, you, you talked about it, as you drive around across the state, you see a lot of hay that's it's either out in the field or it's, it's stored uh, outside, and there's really a better way to do that. Talk about what you talked about today. Yeah, it's uh, it's really the hay barn, and even for round bales, there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding that all hay really ought to be stored inside, and that doesn't necessarily mean a building that has a concrete floor and sides on it, but something that's up on a well-drained slope that has a roof on it will suffice, but if we don't and we put hay in the field, even the round bales, which are uh, you know have a reputation of being bulletproof, uh, we see that we can actually lose a tremendous amount of that hay uh, due to the weathering effects uh, with that hay stored out in the field. So, you know, I, my advice is to uh, people that have hay and they want to store that hay is to consider uh, building a hay storage barn. Ag economists uh, will tell us that that barn will actually pay for itself in about four to six years. And strangely enough, even before the round bales came out, over 100 years ago, uh, we were told and knew then that all hay should be indoors, and somehow we we lost sight of that message over the years. And so we're just trying to encourage people to consider that hay storage barn. If not a barn, uh, a hay tarp, and if they're just certainly going to store it outside, then there are some ways that they can store that hay to help minimize the losses. But it's not nearly as good as a tarp and certainly not as good as a hay storage barn. And finally, talk about uh, stacking hay. There were there was a couple of uh, formations that you recommended uh, to protect that hay uh, during during all types of weather. So, if we're going to stack it under a tarp, it needs to be in some sort of a pyramidal uh, shape, and that can be a a two on the bottom, one on top, or a three two one, four three two one. However, a producer wants to do that if they've got the equipment uh, large enough to go up high enough. And when you do that and you tarp it, you actually facilitate some air movement down uh, through the side and uh, through the middle of those bales that help keep them dry. There'll be some condensation form on the inside of that tarp with the sun's heat, and uh, so that way we keep them dry. If we're going to put them out in the field, and uh, we've got some designs on that, but basically those uh, bales need to be flat ends together and round sides two or three far, uh, feet apart in the field on a well-drained slope. And we actually tell people orient the row north and south. That way you maximize east-west sun exposure after a rain or, or heavy dew, and we facilitate drying with that. Dr. Larry Redman, Extension State Forward Specialist here at the O.D. Butler Field Day. I'm Blair Fannin reporting for the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service.